Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Old Kids Movies. I am AJ Beltis, but this time I am not joined by Trevor Howell for a couple of reasons. Number one, this is a bonus Patreon episode for all of you supporters out there. So thank you in advance to everybody who's supporting us on Patreon. And if you're listening to the preview on our main feed, you can subscribe to the Patreon with the link to listen to this entire episode. But if you don't want to do that, just enjoy the first part of this episode. And the second reason is Trevor's really busy today. And the third reason is uh, Trevor's not a huge decom person. So he gave me his blessing to go ahead and move forward with something that I was going to do for fun anyway. So I said, you know what? I'll get a couple of friends and we'll put it on our Patreon feed. And we're doing a decom draft today which is something that I've been really wanting to do for a while. DCOMs have been a huge part of my childhood. I have told countless episodes, countless stories of you know, coming home from school and waiting to watch whatever DCOM was next all the way up until probably 2008, at which point I think everyone on this call, um, as we've talked about, has kind of dropped off around that time. Uh, but without further ado, I would like to introduce my guests, um, two of my coworkers and friends, first and foremost, Rebecca Reservato. Rebecca, how are you doing today? I'm doing so well. Thank you for asking. And next up, we have Martina Bertu. Martina, how are you today? I have a glass of wine, so I'm doing fantastic. So the reason I wanted to get Rebecca and Martina on the draft today is because Martina, Rebecca, and I, every season of Big Brother or Survivor, will do a draft. So all three of us have won at least one draft. Martina, as you know, you're currently out of the Big Brother draft. I'm completely out. It's a shame. I picked <laughs> all the winners. I am, wow, this has really best been my best one yet. So here's to me. <laughs> You are very both well-versed in drafting. Again, you have won drafts before, uh, but let's see how you do with a DCOM draft. So before we jump into it, Martina, what's your experience more generally with DCOMs? What were they like for you growing up and what's your relationship with them now? I was a big fan. Like I used to, most of the movies that we have on our list, I used to watch. I've seen all of them, maybe besides like about 10. And I love them. Like there was such a good variety because uh, we have fantasy, we have all that stuff. So I loved it a lot. Um, I stopped watching after 2008. I think it was just past my time. And then when I started seeing, like, through my little cousins and stuff, the ones that they have on now, I was not interested at all. I feel like ours were way better. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's always going to be that uh, nostalgia preference when you yeah. when you have that angle. But objectively, you're right. We, we definitely have the best decoms. <laughs> Rebecca, how about you? What was your uh, decom relationship like? I was a big Disney person growing up. Me and my... Me and my sister were Disney people and my cousins were Nickelodeon people. And I still watched Nickelodeon stuff, but I was just like big Disney. So DCOM was my life. I've seen almost every movie up until like 2008, like you guys said, is mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. about when I dropped off. And the movies were 100% way better when, mm -hmm. like, when we were younger. They were so good in the 90s. I have so many of movies in the 90s category. So I want to ask you guys a question before we jump actually into our drafting. And what was your, I guess, moment of awakening when you were like, man, I'm, I'm too old for DCOMs. Because I can think about, I was watching the Cheetah Girls One World in my bedroom with my mom and like one of my mom's friends. And I'm just like, I'm 14 years old watching the third Cheetah Girls movie right now. What am I doing? doing so that was, that was like i I'm, I'm done i'm done and of, of course even into high school i would go and watch a lot of the you know i mean a lot of the 90s early 2000s ones that i'm sure will be coming up i watched a lot of those well into high school yeah. and college yeah. and even recently there was some on disney plus that was just like i haven't watched this movie that i, I probably will be drafting at some point in a while and i want to watch it so in a way i they do they do still hold up for me but Right around 2008, it was, I even tried to give the Sweet Life movie a shot in 2010 or 11. I got 10 minutes in. I'm like, this is garbage. 
It's just yeah, not good. That's how I feel about Camp Rock too. That was Camp, my point. Like what Camp Rock. Camp Rock, the mine. first one. Okay. You know, good. I can support. I love the Jonas Brothers. So of course I was definitely going to watch it. I love Demi Lovato. But then Camp Rock 2 came around and I said, no, no, I'm done. This is, <laughs> yeah. I, I am signing out. No. So yeah. you're saying it really was the final jam. <laughs> yeah. Cheers yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah. Rebecca, drop off point. Mine was Camp Rock, like the first one. Like I liked Camp Rock. It was fine. But I remember feeling too old for it when it came out. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't like this anymore. It just felt kind yeah. of contrived as a plot. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I know the songs, you know. It's the not, songs like, are bangers. This is right, me? Like, it, Come on. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's like, I felt too old for it, but not so old that I didn't memorize the songs. Got it. <laughs> I definitely Ex- still know exactly. <laughs> I, I've seen the movie one time, but This Is Me at one point was in a very heavy rotation on my, my Apple Music playlist. For yeah. sure. For sure. The only right. thing I remember from Camp Rock that's just embedded in my memory is when the blonde girl was just like singing the song on stage. And this was an actual performance. And she was like, and I'm too cool, too cool for you. And that was a dance move that they choreographed and made the actors do and shot it and said, this is the one, we're good. And I saw that and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is this is what I'm watching now. And so I think by the second one, I was like, I just, I can't invest my time into something like this anymore. Some sick moves right yeah. there. I wish you I could one. see you doing the dance. there's a lot of shoulder action if you're listening of course you're listening to this podcast but there's a lot of shoulder action up and down but just watch the movie and you'll know exactly what i'm talking about so proud to say i have no idea what scene you're talking about all right let's let's get going i mean i I see i saw the movie once so okay so we've got six different categories and before we do a live on air drawing that will in no way involve google sheets i have gotten six categories to walk you through Number one is 1990s and the year 2000. When we were looking at the list, there were a lot of really good 90s movies, um, but there really weren't that many total movies in the 90s. So we decided to do 90s and the year 2000. Then the second category is going to be post-2000, so 2001 onwards. The third category is going to be either a sci-fi or a fantasy movie. The fourth movie is going to be a holiday movie. The fourth category. So that's any holiday, any Christmas, Easter, St. Patrick's Day, Halloween, whatever floats your boat. As long as it is, takes place on or was heavily aired during a holiday, we'll, we'll be able to – we can veto people if we feel like it's not allowed, but that'll count for the holiday category. There's a sports movie or a musical movie. Either one of those can count. And then lastly, that's a wild card. It's a wide open field, so you can pick any movie for any reason that's a decom. Uh, and a couple disclaimers, there are a few movies that are commonly referred to as decoms that are not going to be eligible because they are technically not decoms. A couple examples here. Life Size, not eligible. Tower of Terror, not eligible. Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, not eligible. Toothless, not eligible. Mom's got a date I'm, with I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My Date with the President's Daughter. Yeah. I always, okay. I always I mix like, those I thought two that was up. on the list. Okay. Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire is absolutely eligible. And by the sounds of it, sounds like it'll be drafted. So I'm pretty yeah. excited about that. I know. I'm already giving away, like, <laughs> when you said that, right I was like, mm, no. I know. Okay. <laughs> Well, that, we'll use that as an example. So just in terms of car- category clarification here, just like for the Nickelodeon draft, some movies count in multiple categories. So let's just say someone wants to draft Mom's Gonna Date with a Vampire. The first person to draft Mom's Gonna Date with a Vampire can do it in the, I believe that was a 2000 movie. That, was, that movie came out in 2000, so that would be a 90s or 2000 movie. 
They could also draft it in the sci-fi fantasy category because there's vampires. They could also draft it in Holiday because it's a Halloween movie. And they could also draft it in Wild Scars. So there's a lot of different places it goes. However, once one person has drafted Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire or any movie in any applicable category, it's off the board and no one can take it. Got it. Any any questions before we get started? Nope. No. All right. Ready. Let's do it. Live on air jarring. Okay. Someone tell me when to I'm stop. already mad at you guys. I'm already mad at you guys potentially picking my top picks. <laughs> I am too. Okay, stop okay. now. Yeah. Okay. In first place, well, it, the, the first person to draft is Rebecca. Woo! <laughs> okay. I'm, we're doing I'm, the snake. Yeah, we're doing snake. We're doing snake. snake. Okay. All right, okay, Martina. Don't pick me. Tell me when to stop. Tell me when to stop, Martina. Stop. It better not be me. It better not be me. I am second. okay which means martina you're going third without any further ado rebecca first overall draft pick what are you gonna take so here's the situation can i do any category any movie any category at all okay i'm so stressed right now i have so many movies (laughs) on my list and i'm like which one is gonna be like the one i need to get the most vulnerable Right. That's what that's what I'm trying to think of. The wild card one I have, all actually all the ones I li- have listed under wild card, I don't think are super vulnerable. So I'm going to go I'm going to do the 90s and 2000 category. I'm going classic. I'm going Halloween Town. God motherfucking damn it. You <laughs> It had to be the first oh. pick. It had to be the first it's pick. It's that I can't even be mad at you because Halloween Town is such a classic that it was going to get grabbed in this round. For sure. And so oh I mentally prepared for that because I knew I was just, I mean, I setting also, myself up for disappointment if I didn't. First I, overall pick. Come for on. For my bachelor, yeah. bachelorette bachelor party, me and my husband did, we went to St. Helen, Oregon, which, yes, is where they filmed Twilight, but also where they filmed Halloween Town, a lot of scenes. So I went to the jack-o'-lantern little area, the place where, like, Calabar is, like, you shall not pass, you know, whatever. It's not and, Gandalf. I know, but I don't know why this is this the first I know, I was like, I don't remember him sounding like that. <laughs> he does sound like that. He thinks he's still the Phantom and he's not. And he like, yeah. he's just like, I am. And then they're all like, dude, we know you're the mayor. Anyways, so I saw that area. And I think, and the house I saw too. Because I think that house mm-hmm. was in St. Helen as well. So I've also been to St. Helens. I've been to the town square from Halloween Sound. Uh, I have not actually seen the house, but the movie theater, I don't know if you saw that, was also yeah. right down the street. So I saw the movie theater from St. Helens. Yes, oh, I did cool. see that. I actually don't think I clocked that that was actually used in the movie. That's yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Did you so, see the real Twilight quick, House? Why would I go to the Twilight House? Why would you not? I had my bachelorette, bachelor joint party <laughs> literally in the twilight house we're talking about good movies so halloween town right. one of the movies i want to, uh, I obviously want that would have been know how much my eyes just rolled because i love the been twilight movie. <laughs> my absolute first overall pick it's by and large my favorite decom and i'm just just like losing rugrats in the nick draft i'm heartbroken that i don't get this one <laughs> and i've been to st helens and the other thing too is i have a really like memorable story of like getting in my car or my dad's car mm-hmm. in first grade and he picked me up and he was like you know what movies on tonight right and I was like, yeah, it's Halloween Town. And I just <laughs> That's so cute. I, love I can't Halloween. wait. I was just thinking about this the other day when we were preparing for this. 
I was like, I cannot wait for October 1st when mm-hmm. spooky season is upon us. Yes. And I can watch Halloween Town and Halloween Town 2. I'm not watching Halloween Town 3, but. Did you Halloween Town High is not good. Did you it's guys not good, know it's horrible. by the way that like Marnie and the Calabar's son are like. They're engaged. married. They're engaged oh, they're now. married? Yeah. Well, I think they're I knew married. they were like no? together, but yes, mm-hmm. I think they did just get engaged. I know, I love this. It makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't really happen in the Disney universe. Anyways. All right, well, we got 17 more picks to get through. So with that said, you know what? I don't think this is going to get taken anytime soon, but given the way that this is already going, I'm not taking any risks. And so I'm taking in the, you know what? I'm going to take it in the sports category because it's actually pretty slim. So I'm taking a sports musical movie and I'm taking Brink. Okay. I'm glad. I liked Brink, but it was, it's, it didn't even make my list. No, at all. At all. I did not care for Brink. I mean, it was a cool movie, sure, but bottom of the bottom of the list. Yeah, I want to know how much the gender divide is going to play here then. Uh, (laughs) Well, okay. I I don't think you – okay. You're right, and I don't think you're going to be surprised at my sports pick, but anyways. Yeah, I think that – Me and Martina (laughs) are going to be battling for a few – I know the sports picks that we're going to be battling between. Yeah, I'm watching you, Rebecca. Let me get my Brink spiel up for a second because Brink is outstanding. I actually am very surprised that this is towards the bottom of your list. Uh, I mean, it's it's also very like SoCal life. Rebecca, you in particular, I'm kind of stunned you wouldn't have this one, at least in contention. But man, when I think of a sports decom, I think of Brink. I think of Eric Von Detten. Another memory with my dad is I was in line at Test Track one time and some guy like came out and stopped the security. It's like, hold on, we got someone coming in from the back. I'm my dad's like, oh, who's this joker coming in and taking our spot? And Eric Von Detten came out in Test Track. And my dad was like, is that Eric Von Detten? And I'm like eight. And I'm like hyperventilating. Freaking and out. my dad just has such a dad moment. And I'm like, you know, up to his, his his chest. And he's like, hey, Eric. And he's waving him down. And I'm like hiding. And he like points down at me. He's like, you got a huge fan here. Um, <laughs> but no, Brink is great. It's all about, you know, what choices do you make? Um, you know, money over friends, family, uh, you know, the pressure that you put on yourself in school. There's there's a lot of drama in there. There's a lot of comedy. The part where they all hold up the signs that say, don't be a wuss, I think is hysterical when they force the guy to uh, eat worms. Anyways, Team X-Blades, you, you both are just incorrect. And I'm just going to steamroll the rest of this if you're not going to take movies like this. Yeah, I mean, if you keep going this way, I think I'm going to be pretty happy with the draft. I think, I actually, I hope you keep going this way. So it's just me and Martina yep. battling for what I think we have in mind. But I, I loved Brink. It was like, it was a great movie. It just, I don't know why. It's just not they on were my better. list. better. Well, give us one of them, Martina. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so happy you didn't take this one, AJ. I thought you might. But, and this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I think Halloween Town 2 is better than Halloween mm. Town 1. Wow. Hot takes. Yeah, with that's Martina. really interesting. Yeah. I love it. And it, it's probably, okay, so I'm going to put it in Holiday because it's a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. And I just love it so much. I feel like we already knew the characters. They were already developed. And there were twists. You could you didn't know that Calabar's son who showed up at the party and was flirting with Marty was actually Calabar's son. And so I love a good revenge story. That will get what are you talking about? Time. It's in the title. Calabar's Revenge. It's not a Yeah, but you said, I don't know. But well, for the characters that I love, they didn't know, you know, and Brian <laughs> is trying to find love. And I don't know. I, I, it got me. I love it. 
And I love time travel. Any movie that has like a little bit of time travel in it always gets me. And so that element and like everything turning gray, it just had so many layers to it where I feel like Halloween Town, the first one was all about setting up like and us knowing like what's the difference between Halloween Town and another and like regular world. But in Halloween Town too, we could have some fun with the characters and the places they could go. So that's definitely my first one. And Debbie Reynolds, of course, is just magical. Absolutely. So, yeah. It's the only good it's the only good Halloween Town sequel. Yeah. Absolutely. Martina, you have a second pick. Yes, and I'm so grateful for this. This is my moment to shine. Um this should be obvious. I'm gonna pick Xenon, girl of the twenty fifth century. Yeah. yeah. And of she's course. going in sci-fi. I mean Zetus Lapidus. I mean, just for the slang and like the different words that they made up in the movie, it was amazing. And we obviously can't forget Zoom, 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 and my heart go boom, boom, my soap went up a girl. I will, I know that song still to this day, song. word for word. The best, best song, song ever. It, I think it's up there in like best songs in the Disney, like the DCOM universe. Mm-hmm. Top five for sure. Yeah. That was my third yeah. overall pick. Yeah. So that I got been, my top two, so I'm pretty happy right now. That would have been my next pick. I, mm-hmm. I, I really love I, I love Xenon. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies. Amazing. Re- and I'm determined to dress like it. her for Halloween this year. Yes. You should <laughs> do that. I've rewatched Xenon like in adulthood, I think like three times just in the last like 10 years. And I feel yeah. like I should mm. re- I'll rewatch it again later. Yeah. So good. Her Raven with the big thing. So yeah, freaking cute. She looked so, I thought Raven was the cute one. I loved when I, anything with Raven, honestly, as a kid, I loved. And um, I was very excited. Yeah, that Raven was in that movie. What do you guys think about Z three? Irrelevant. Sucks. I mean, <laughs> the I sequel will, wasn't bad. I'll be loyal it to bad. it, but it was like I haven't, I've, I haven't rewatched Z three. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and I won't. Yeah, no, Z three was. Bad. Yeah, the sequel I feel like was good because that's the one where she lived on Earth, right? And she yeah, and there's hair. there's like the aliens, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like that one, but I mean, you'll never be. I feel like Halloween Town is probably the only series that has a sequel that's really, really good. And they mm-hmm. kind of, when you compare it to others, actually, never mind, because we have High School Musical, we have Cheetah Girls. Let me not get ahead of myself. All right. Again, I have no idea how high this one is on, on your guys' list, but I'm at the point right now where I have a lot of different choices in all my categories. So I'm going yep. with my heart. And I'm going with one that I just, I feel like you might be eyeing maybe as like a fourth or fifth pick it's kind of a stretch for me a guy picking this movie because i feel like this would be a girl's pick but i'm gonna go for it and in 2000s i'm gonna go with stuck in the suburbs oh my god i love that movie so much (laughs) (laughs) no it was it's not my first pick in that category it wasn't my first pick but i love that movie and it was definitely on my list i I had a hard i wasn't sure even where to place it i love that movie Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I thought about maybe sneaky. Get, if I was shortchanged on sport or musical, I would try to make the case for it being a musical because of the Jordan Cahill stuff. That was his name, mm, right? Jordan yes, Cahill. Yes, of course. Yeah. So that sounds familiar. <laughs> I, the editing in the movie, I think, is actually really smart. There's some good. Mo- there's a good montage at the end where they're hiding from uh, people. There's a great cut where they're making fun of the fangirls about you know Jordan, I love you, and uh, friend of songs freaking out, and Danielle Panabaker is mm-hmm. like practicing and she's like it cuts from the hole in the bedroom jordan i and then it's her in the crowd like love you yeah. <laughs> it's like wow you're really good at this i like i liked their friendship uh the music is honestly kind of catchy and this was this was like the first did you guys ever see disturbia yes of course yes, okay i think so movies honestly that were just very open about because at that point i was you know 
I think 11 when this movie came out, 13 when Disturbia came out, but just being so forward about the fact of like, yeah, it's kind of boring growing up in the suburbs. And I was a very suburban child and just to kind of have your existence put in front of you, like, yeah, your life really isn't that exciting. I really appreciated that message. Like it's a, it's a very basic idea, but it hit me as a kid and it, it still kind of stuck with me. So I think it's really funny. I like the kind of celebrity uh, mentions that like they're calling Madonna randomly. I love the little brother's antics. Hey, I, I got a lot of love for this movie. I think it's one of the more underrated decoms. So happy to have it. I love that movie. It's not, it wasn't on your list, Martina. No, but have you, I re- have you accidentally watched- skipped it. Yeah. You need to watch it like tonight. Yeah. Because yeah, when I tonight. looked it up right now, I was like, Oh my God, I remember liking this movie, but it wasn't mm-hmm. on my list, but I'm actually not mad at it because I feel like the other movies that I have, I still would rank higher. Yeah. But yeah. it is a great decom movie. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I love the scene when they're like going in the houses and all the houses look the same. They're just like driving. Yes. And then like when the mom is like, we're here. And it's like, that's not my house. I related to that so hard. <laughs> but my neighborhood. There's a lot of good gimmicks in it. Yeah. My neighborhood has like, uh, the neighborhood I grew up in has like three or four houses and they looked, they all do look different enough because of like different colors and paint and whatnot. But that was literally where I'm like, yeah, my neighborhood, you're like mm-hmm. one of three houses and it, it's like, every, it, and it's basically in a row, you know, it's like three, three, three. So it's like every third house is like, just like my house it is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rebecca, what is your second pick? Okay. You got, sec- you got second and third, but give us your second. Okay. I'm going to do my post 2000 category. And I am grabbing one of my favorites. I am sad to leave behind a couple others, but I'm going to grab Cadet Kelly. Wow. Good. I'm surprised it lasted this long on the board. Cadet Kelly. I mean, well, to be honest, anything Hillary Duff is like my jam. I was so obsessed with Hillary Duff. I didn't really realize this at the time. I was obsessed with her since Casper Meets Wendy. So like since... I was like five, <laughs> so like a mm-hmm. very young kid, and I was so obsessed with her. I thought she was so cute and pretty and like fun and nice, and she I loved all the characters she played. And then I watched Lizzie McGuire. I had the Lizzie McGuire board game, every any Hillary Duff merch I had. So Cadet Kelly, grabbing it to rep my girl Hill Duff, my first my first crush. I love her. She's everything, and I still love her to this day. The only, one of the only unproblematic child stars who's grown up yeah. and blossomed so beautifully <laughs> like she's beautiful i'm obsessed i think you made a really good pick it's it's definitely one that i don't think i i, I enjoyed it i liked watching it i think there was a little bit of a gender divide i think mm-hmm. that's why i wasn't on a bad like it was on my long list but i'm looking at my list of like possible contenders it was like the 17th movie that i was hoping to get today but she's really good the scene where christy carlson romano like tears up the blanket scarred yes. me for life that's kinder traumatic i like was very angry i never forgave christy carlson romano for that and i, I liked i liked the rescue scene at the end that was cool i liked that i so i also good. liked the the color guard scene at the end where they they did the 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 the, yes. the gun twirling that was really fun that, that was, was like my that was honestly my favorite scenes where like they're, they're doing like all the tricks and like mm-hmm. i don't think any kid would ever want to go to military school but watching that movie i was like you know what? I can make the best in that situation. Okay. I'm, I'm like, I, I'm going to throw around some fucking rifles and be like the color guard, have the ribbons. I'm going to be 
the cadet Kelly. Like if I got sent to military school, I'm like, we're shaking things up and you, I'm going to have my rainbow blanket and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw ribbons. I loved that movie. Yeah. And I just love when two Disney stars come together in a movie. Mm-hmm. It just automatically elevates it. I'm so excited. Obviously, Chrissy Carson Romano from Even Stevens. I loved her and loved And Kim Possible. And, and Kim Possible. What do you mean? She voiced Kim Possible. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, it just, that always makes me happy. It was a great pick. Yeah, I feel. But not super high on my list. It was there, but it wasn't super, super high. All right. Well, before you take your next pick, Rebecca, I just want to say that if you're listening on the main feed, we're going to cut it here. And if you want to listen to the rest of this draft, you can check it out on Patreon. The link is in the description to this episode. Uh, please don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Old Kids Movies, on Instagram at The Old Kids Movies. And we will see you next week with a brand new live feed episode right here on The Old Kids Movies. Thanks for listening.